You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe List. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Hey, welcome to Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Good to have you. Mark Norman here. Joe List here. All right, we're here today with a boy, a friend of the show and a fan favorite. Mike Kaplan, everybody. Hey. Oh, thank you so much. A fan favorite. Mike Kaplan. Well, yes. he's our favorite. Thanks, I don't know. Guys. I don't know what the fans think, to be I'm, perfectly honest. I'm favorites of my fans. Some, I have some fans who I'm the favorite of. Hopefully some of your fans are listening. I'm telling them show. to. Hey, my fans out there listening, you should be listening. You're doing it. <laughs> you ever get attacked on Twitter? Uh, I... <laughs> <laughs> I like this uh, this sort of uh, like uh, with a pre-interview style, Byron that, Allen style. You know, it was actually uh, Mark's referring to listeners. Uh, actually, it was an email I received. Oh, I received an email from a you want to say fan, but I'll say fan, a negative fan. Yeah, uh, a subject line asshole, uh, and it's basically like uh, you're <laughs> oh you're you're an asshole for spelling your name the way you do, ass bag. How and do you then, spell it for the oh, folks at home? M-Y-Q, uh-huh. and then Kaplan, regular. And, and I agree. You're, you're right. If you feel that way, absolutely. I'm on your side. Let's be friends. Uh, and if you like it, then great. We're also friends. I just want to be friends with anyone who wants to be friends. I find a lot of people use insult words willy-nilly that don't really make sense. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, if you said, like, douche, that would make more sense. Like, asshole is someone that is, like, you know... An asshole. Right. You're not hurting somebody. Like, if and, you cut him off, he'd be like an asshole. And he, he did, he did, Joe, he did go on to use the word douche. So oh, just right. to, to fill everyone in, look, this, this, this guy is a douche and an asshole. Uh, but I wrote back, uh, thanks for spending some of, your life, some of your life with me. I hope you're having a good one. Also, some might say that calling someone an asshole is an asshole thing to do. Indeed. Regardless, hope you feel good on the inside forever. And he wrote back, actually, you're funny, but the name change thing makes it seem like you're trying way too hard, douche. Yeah, spelled douche wrong. Uh-huh. What does that mean, trying too hard, also? Can you uh, try too hard? I mean, I guess, I think what people mean is trying too hard at, in the wrong direction. Like, this, the way that, say, you know, people, the reason people dislike hipsters, they're trying too hard to seem like they don't care about things. Uh. Or like, hey, that guy's growing a beard instead of a personality. That's trying too hard to do that. He's, hey, keeping your beard all manicured and whatnot, that's trying too hard about the wrong things. Right. I just yeah. picture you like, MYQ! Yeah. Fuck! I right. I am yeah scrawling it in blood and stone. Right, trying too hard sounds like a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I, absolutely. Uh, my accountant is trying too hard. <laughs> he is getting me all numbers. kinds of deals. Yeah, <laughs> oh, stop it, man! I want to pay my fair share. Right, right. Uh, you know Eric LaSalle of ER fame. Eriq. Eriq. And he's not getting any letters. I don't know. Did he? Is he trying? I mean, for number one, maybe Eric LaSalle probably didn't name it. Didn't pick it for himself. Like, right, right. I, I did. I did when I was a kid. When I was a kid, perhaps I was trying too hard. But now I'm just uh, sitting back on Easy Street, letting the Q checks roll in. You don't seem affected by the insults. No, it doesn't. I don't care. I mean, if people don't like me, I don't care what they think. Come on, uh, no, a little. No, no, no. You no, said no. earlier you want to be friends. Uh, no, I mean, here's the thing. Not everyone. I, here's what I think. Pe- the way to be, the way I like to be, 
certainly I'm, I'm not invincible as well. Yes, I have emotions that can be negatively affected. But yeah, but usually by people whose opinions I respect. Like you should be, you shouldn't want to please all the people. Ah, you can't please all. That's you should, my problem. You should want to please all the people whose opinions you do and or would respect. Like right. if, if somebody like who you love, and here's the thing. Like some people even like I go too far in a direction like say Mark Marin is a guy who I'm like oh, I want that guy for right. for a while there was a time when I was like ah oh, he's the the angry comedy dad that I've never had because right. my dad actually does love and support me in what I do <laughs> but I was like man I want Mark Marin to like me and like that's the kind of thing that'll make Mark Marin not like you and now yes. I don't I don't really I don't really care what he thinks uh, I mean I when he likes me when he says nice things you know when we have a good, good time it does feel good but now if he ever if he ever digs at me like that doesn't bother me because that's more about him than me you know like if right. somebody actually like a, a heckler or a negative somebody a ne writing something negative on the internet it's all it's all about them they're all like yes. just their insides are sad and twisted yes. and bad and wrong and they and, always have like less than four followers yeah it's so i definitely yeah i don't i mean i do care like mark Marin is worthy of respect but he's a guy he's the only guy who's worthy of respect whose opinion i don't care about Ooh, everyone like everyone that. else if i if i respect you i care about your opinion here's my thing with Marin, and i don't know if i should say this or not maybe he'll like me because i'm about to shit on him <laughs> but uh i i i don't get it why we uh let him be so shitty you know like oh, oh you're insecure you have anger issues and we have to just get on board with that like why do we jump on his side like it's, Shouldn't we just call him a dick and move on? Why do we coddle him and let let it be okay? It's because we do enjoy his art. He is like a genius made of fire. I mean, if you don't like it, then don't. Then don't have anything to do with him. Right. Don't listen to him. Genius made of fire. Yeah, like Oof. it's like beautiful to look at from afar, but you get too close, you're going to get burned. You ah. know? Like he definitely... Uh, I mean, I definitely think differently about him more now that I know him. Yeah. And like, you know, so I feel I'm I'm sad for his... You know, he's had a he has negative experiences way more often than I do. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just internal ones. Like he's his his life is objectively, you know, he is has more success. Right. He is right. doing things that, like, if I, you know, he has a TV show. He has yeah. the the number one podcast, right, you know, according right. to whatever measures. And well, ours just came out, so watch out, <laughs> folks. Yeah. <laughs> We're trying too up. hard over here. But <laughs> it's it's like uh, I believe it was Lil Wayne who said, mm -hmm. uh, "Be good." Or be good at it. And he is good at it. Like, oh, he, wow. he might not be, you know, the nicest person all the time, uh, which I think he is improving as well. I think he's getting better at apologizing more quickly after yeah. losing it. You know, I think that was, it used to be he wouldn't at all. Right. And now he's like, oh, I, like, in the middle of being angry, he could also be like, oh, I should be, ah, okay, never mind, sorry. But that's you know? what, oh, oh, he apologizes now. Yeah. But that's not good. <laughs> he should have been apologizing the whole time and. Oh. You know, just because you apologize doesn't make it right. You're absolutely right. But, I mean, so do you, would, the question is, like, do you enjoy the films of Roman Polanski or do you not watch them because he raped children? You know, like... Uh, no, I, uh, I'm i fine with the children. Right. Oh, yeah. You, you like children getting raped. Okay, never mind. Uh, no, you, I mean, like, I, I, I'm one of these people who I can put it off. To, you know, if you're funny but you're also a Nazi, I'm like, well, you're still funny. Of course. Well, that's, that's why people still enjoy Marin because he does put out great okay. work. Okay. All right. I mean, again, if you don't... I, you don't have to say if you don't think his work is great, then don't watch it. No, I, yeah. I think Elton John's one of the best rock and roll singers, even though he's gay. <laughs> you know, he's uh, gay. <laughs> uh, I don't think that's just a he's trying to get the gay market. Oh boy, um, I don't know Mark Maron. Oh no, no, you should know Mark Maron. Oh, I'll introduce you. Great. 
I'll send him an email right now. I hope he likes me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try really hard for him. I to mean, like me. he doesn't he's, he's he's maybe he's never heard of you, so he'll probably like you. Yeah, probably, right? You're not as successful as he is, so he'll like you. That's no, true. No, I'm not successful at all. Yeah, meet him before you start really taking off. Great. So quick, because like you're it. taking off soon. Bro. Oh, thanks, buddy. There I appreciate you it. You're Last on the way up. The show. This podcast. Uh, well, let's get let's get into what what, oh, what have we been doing? Let's right. get to Jeez. some stories. That's why here. we're here. Let's get glory stories. Mike, you were away. Mar- I don't know who. Where do we start? Who uh, knows? Let's start this. You had a whole. Uh, what do you call that? A crib sheet? Crib oh. notes? Oh, sure. Uh, legal pad worth Trip. of stories? I did. I, well, I, I was, I'm sorry that I, I, I wanted to come in last week when it was as fresh as possible. Had just gotten back from uh, a little over two weeks going down south. Uh, went to uh, a couple places in South Carolina, Georgia, uh, Tennessee, and Kentucky were the main ones. Oh. Stopped in, like, did some Boston, New York, and Maryland along the way, but uh, with Zach Sherwin. Hello, ah, Zach Sherwin. Yeah, yes. great, great guy, great friend, hilarious. So, yeah, we were basically like co headlining most of the places. We stopped in at the Comedy Catch in Chattanooga. Uh, have you guys been there? No. No. Uh, well, I recommend either going or not going. Uh, you'll be fine either way. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, well, I'll, t- I'll tell you a few. Of the, uh, here's the thing that happened there is uh, so I was closing most of the shows. And I was booked to be the headliner there. Uh, and the guy who runs that club uh, is a, runs, a, runs a tight ship, let's say. That'll be the, the nice way to say that. He's like, when we, we met him, he was like, I'm very involved in everything. I was like, I come to every show. He's like, I, I work the door. I see who comes in. I, like, I police the room. In some way, very good. You know, yeah. Very hands-on, uh, you know, sort of in control of the situation. Uh, didn't know that, might not have known, like, I booked, I brought Zach with me. Like, Zach and I are represented by the same agent. Uh, and so, and we're on this tour together, and they're like, "Hey, you want to go?" And I was like, "Yeah, if Zach can come, absolutely." And so, yep, Zach will be the feature. Uh, you know, I have I've been doing comedy longer. I have a few more credits than Zach, so right. it made sense. Even though Zach is a musical act, he does uh-huh. comedy rap. Yes, uh, very terrific. funny. Yeah, very good, super. And so, you know, if if we were at similar places in our career, I would be the first one to say I should go before you. Right, right, uh, right. But I I was booked as the headliner, so I went after him, which of was course. was fine. You know, did a Thursday show. Zach went, had a great time. I went, uh, had a great time. Did the Friday early show, same situation. And then before the Friday late show, the guy, the owner, comes in and says, "Now for our late show, I feel like." it might be better to switch you guys. Uh. Like, I mean, and this is, he's like, last night, I mean, you've, you've done, you've done great. Like, he's like, he has no, no evidence to the contrary, but he's just like, I think it would be better for you to, you know, you, the host goes up, brings you up, you do your 40 minutes and then say, I got a special surprise for you. How about this guy? Like uh, uh, my friend, he does a different thing, which to be fair in that situation, if he had asked me, if he had given it sort of as a choice to be like, Hey, do you guys want to do this? Like, this might be good for the show, might be you don't have to have the check drop, you don't have to have Zach getting my rowdy crowd. He's like, my crowd is so rowdy. Right. Like, you're going you're gonna to want this. And I was like, okay, I'm not going arg- to argue with you, like, because I don't know your crowd. I'm like, yeah. I'm, this is my first time here. It mostly, it, it's only a matter of sort of, you know, pride or ego that I don't really have. I was like, look, Zach can close the show. It will be a fine show. I'm fine. It doesn't bother me. I'm telling people about it on this podcast. So however many people are listening, look, it's... It happened. Yeah. I, and it was great. I did my set. Zach did his set. It was great. Saturday night, we switched back for the early show. And it was, again, that was maybe the worst show of the weekend. Mm-hmm. But it was still, like, Zach di- did his job. I did my job. And nobody was leaving thinking, like, that should have been the other right, way. Right, right. But then after that show, the guy was like, do you want to Ugh, switch it up again? He's too involved. He's like, it's bothering me. And so I would, yeah. I was like, 
no, I don't think. I mean, I don't think we need to. He's like, I think it would be better if we. Uh, so we went back and forth a couple times, and I was. He was like, well, I mean, it's ultimately up to you. It's, it's you're the headliner. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll do it. And then I just sort of made a point to like nail that show as much in yeah. a way that like you know doing slightly older bits that you know didn't that I I'm like these will absolutely demonstrate that I am a I am the headliner that I am in yeah. a way that like you know was slightly less creatively uh, enjoyable for me. I'm like. Like, the crowd was, yeah, it was a Saturday late show. I've done that. I've been closing these shows for a week and a half on this tour. Yeah. And uh, it's never been a problem. We've always had a great time. And, you uh, should go up to this guy and go, I think you should serve drinks tonight. Yeah, I don't know if you right, should right. be owning this club. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, but then it was, I mean, the audiences, it was, it was a real fun thing to be performing for crowds of different people. Like, crowds where I, if I say... Hey, who hears shotguns? People answer by shooting guns, you know. And uh, instead of like, I've been asking people now in the, in the north when I've come back, and I'm like, it's very rare. Like, so, so many there's so many guns in yeah. the south. Oh yeah. Uh, and it was real. Fu- this was one other thing. Just one other thing, and then I'll uh, keep talking. Uh, but the like the he had a he had a gun. Like we the first thing we met to go do radio the first day we got there he put down his bag and he's like i'm gonna run in and get a thing his bag has a gun just sticking right out of it and we're like you just left a gun in the parking lot with us wow Uh, crazy weird and i mean i don't like guns in general i think if there were fewer guns then there'd be fewer people dead yes i mean eventually the same number of people dead but fewer from guns right uh but and so I, I was actually talking about this on stage a little bit and i said something like i'm from new york where people are afraid of getting shot but here like everybody's got i'm like maybe it's that everybody has guns so they're like let's just leave each other alone like uh-huh. reservoir dog style or the cold war like oh hell, there's and they're friendly they're like they'll say hello to you from across the room from down the the like uh, at the supermarket like right. hey how are you I'm like oh i don't know you but like as sort of like a preemptive like yeah hello oh we're all we're all friendly nobody's gonna get shot well, I think it's like one of those things where if the guns are all around, you're less scared. Like if, if one guy has a pit bull, you're like, oh, that's weird. But if everyone has a pit bull, you're like, well, that's not so big of a deal. And so that's the thing. And so that I, I sort of came to that point jokingly that, uh-huh. oh, I guess, you know, New York is more dangerous because there's only like a few people with guns killing everybody. Whereas right. here, everybody has guns, so less people get shot. Exactly. And so then after, so after the show, Zach tells me that during, during his set, the owner was like, yeah, that's actually that's, that's completely true. What he's, he's joking about it. But that's completely true. That's why we have all the guns is so that it's safer. Right. And I was like, I really hope that this guy is totally wrong. Yeah. I went home, Googled uh, one thing and came up with, do you know what the state that had the most gun deaths in the most recent year they had available uh, of research? Tennessee. Is that right? It was absolutely the state that we were in had, Get the, out of had here. as many deaths as New York City itself, but with fewer people in that. Like there's six million people. 300-something deaths. Wow. New York City, 8 million people, 300-something deaths. So it's close, but uh, and they knew it, too. Like, the next night I was like, hey, people of Chattanooga, Tennessee, do you know what state has the most gun deaths in recent years? And a couple of people yelled out, Chattanooga! And I was like, uh, looking for the state. But, uh, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they got it. <laughs> yeah. The more guns, the less safe. Yep. <laughs> that is for sure. Fun fact. Uh, uh, <laughs> I grew up in the South. I grew up in Louisiana. Oh, yeah. And my, all my friends had guns. It was very normal. Gun under the seat while driving. Very normal. I remember one time uh, my friend called me. He said, hey, you're coming out tonight. And I was like, I don't want to come out. And he's like, you're coming out. And I'll shoot like, you. I don't want to oh, come no? out. Okay, so he comes to my, my home where I live with my parents. 
rang the doorbell a couple times, and he's my mom answered. I did the whole like, I'm not here, I'm not here, <laughs> and uh, she was like, Yeah, he's uh, he's finishing up some schoolwork or something, and he was like, Well, just tell him I want to talk to him for two seconds, and she was like, All right. So I go out there, and he pulls a gun on me, and he says, if you don't come out, I'm going to shoot you. Oh, wow. And I said, all right, we're going out. That's a lonely guy. Ah. Yeah, yeah. well, the car was packed with people. Wow. Ha- I guess he wrangled what, up some people. What were you guys doing? <laughs> were you robbing banks or what? No, he just, that was his way to get me. He didn't take no for an answer. Has he ever shot anybody? Do you know? I don't know, but he's a fireman now, so oh. he's maybe shot someone with a hose. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Oof. Boy, but if he shot you, you definitely couldn't hang out. Yeah. It's really not a good threat. Hey. He could... Throw me in the truck. I guess. You can hang out with us or nobody. <laughs> right, right. It's That's... a weekend at Bernie's or, you know. Those we... are the, yeah. yeah, those are the guys I grew up with. Brutal. Wow. How about, the... Joe, you grew up in the Boston I area. I grew up in Massachusetts and uh, no one had any guns that I know of. Uh, maybe the adults had guns. No kids certainly had guns and we never were into guns. We didn't have any money either, so we had nothing to protect. So there's no reason to have a gun. And my uncle has a bunch of guns now, though. He is like a. A shotgun that's like he's like this is made for opening doors and I was like well you could just knock yep hey on the door probably he's got a machine gun he's got pistols and well I feel like the people it seems like a lot of the people who have guns the thing that they're concerned with being taken away from them is just their guns that's right. all yeah. they're like hey you can't take my guns that's why I gotta have a gun to keep right. my gun right, like right. well hey if you just didn't have guns then we wouldn't want to take anything from you yeah the whole pride for my cold dead whatever yeah just right. just keep your hands I like having my hands free right. let me tell you about I was watching uh, Bowling for Columbine and uh, that's I have a lot of problems with that movie but. Uh, there's that one scene that I have a lot of problems with, but Michael Moore goes to uh, Charlton Heston's house. Sure. And he starts uh, grilling him about a kid that died, which is not Charlton Heston's fault. Yep. Yeah. And then he leaves a picture of the kid, and I watch it. My friend Peter White goes, where are all the Playboy bunnies? <laughs> 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 the whole time he thought Charlton Heston was Hugh Hefner. That uh, is Hugh Hefner. Great. Big, That's uh, hilarious. Big gun guy. The gun nut. Yeah, but, uh, I think uh, yeah. I think a lot of these people have small dicks. That's what I feel. Um, there's I a great Pearl I mean, Jam song called thing. "Glorified G." Mark, you've got a small dick. That's all. Wait, but, and Jelly no gun. Said. Yeah. Oh, you're right. You, you feel very manly when armed, as Eddie Vedder once said. I mean, sincerely, I mean, it's obviously the culture is different. Like you said, you grew up. There's just tons of guns around. Yeah. Like you grew up in it. You get one. Like we we talked. We hung out with these girls in Chattanooga, and they were like, "Yep, we've shot guns." Like our dads, you know, like everybody. It's just you grow up with it the same way like you grew up with slavery. You're like, oh, yeah, you don't it doesn't occur to everybody right. to be like, hey, this seems weird. Like you might be like, yeah, it seems weird. But, you know, we, we need shirts and cotton and doesn't, you know, yeah. I, we don't want to do it. Right. Uh, but uh, yes, yeah, so that was I mean, but legitimately the people were the friendliest. Like every oh, good. everyone everywhere was except for one lady was the best. And uh, so I saw just one positive thing too. this. I mean, our favorite place, I think, was Athens. That was one of that was my. Athens, Georgia. Great city. Love the city. Micah Sherman joined us for part of that. Ooh, Our yeah. good friend Micah. Yeah. We, he was there for like four days with us. Micah knew Athens. He'd went to school. He'd gone to school there. Uh, and so he showed us around. He's like, hey, that uh, that police station used to be where I got my haircut. It ah. used, used to be a haircut place. Or reversed. I forget which one was which. But we Those cops yeah. must have hated that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, guys, like we... You get zoning. your haircut, but it's only hair and tight with... High and tight with no sideburns. <laughs> hair and tight. Hair and tight. And have a mustache next time. But, uh, hair and tight. That's how I like my vaginas. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Uh, I don't mind. Hair or no hair, I'm fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tight, not tight. I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. I just like I like my vaginas like uh, nope I just like them but not a dick just warm you gotta like them warm you ever warm have a cold vagina that's fair. no no is that I even possible I'd like to no but uh, like dead right our friend that's... Tom Dustin told me about a, a gal he, he slept with who had a chilly vagina <laughs> 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 so was, chilly I said it was that's cool hilarious. Oh. 
It might have been the food chili, though, now that I look back. Uh, that was drunk. That doesn't sound right. With uh, beans? No, it was, uh, it was from the, the country of Chile. Ah, he slept hey, with a South American Chilean. girl. There yeah. you go. Chilean oh, yeah. girl with beans in her twat. Seabass. <laughs> Hot beans. <laughs> anyway, we did mushrooms in Athens, and it was great. Oh, wow. I watched a football game uh, at Athens. We saw that uh, giant stadium there. We drove by it. Oh, yeah. Georgia, between the hedges. One of my favorite uh, sports venues. Um, Georgia. Georgia. Um, you guys, I, was, I normally when people start singing songs, I'll usually make a joke like, do we have the rights to those? But I don't think that was recognizable enough to even be a problem. <laughs> it was Georgia on my mind. Uh, Mark was singing the Willie Nelson version. I was singing the Ray Charles version. I yeah. was the de- on Designing Women. That's uh, the theme song. Oh, yeah. Is that right? That's where I know that from. No. I bet she had a cold vagina. Sure. Which one? Delta Burke? Yeah, she was yeah. one. She's one of them. Yeah, she had chili in Do, there. You know the story about her? She, I think that show was like a super liberal show. Like, yeah, they, they were, it was. You know, it took place in the South, but gay black uh, friend. Yeah, all all very very liberal. But Delta Burke herself, I believe, not liberal. So, but the way they got her to agree to be on the show was, I think, for every like liberal thing that happened on it, she got to sing a song. Is that right? Yeah, something like that. That's hilarious. What yep. a weird contract. Yep. Wow. She's like, I get to sing if you guys get to be fair to people. <laughs> <laughs> wow, she's doing a lot of good, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh. Thanks, Delta. Yeah. Boy, so what uh see so did Chattanooga, Athens, and there was one more. Oh, it was there was many more. There was I mean we, we had a great time in Louisville, Knoxville, Nashville. Those three we did right after. We did Chattanooga for a weekend and then we went to Nashville, Louisville, then Knoxville, and that was the end of the tour. And those three it it had been like Chattanooga was like swinging a bat with a weight on it, you know? Yeah. Just like, you know, audiences full of people who were just at a comedy club, not necessarily there to see us do what we yeah, did. Yeah. And we had a great time doing it, but it was, you know, it was more it was work. You know, slogging. Yes. And, you know, we, we did the work, uh, but then we got to Nashville and it was just like, woo, like pow. Really? Like, oh, yeah. I mean. Is that a gun sound? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I just, my bat turned into a gun and uh, I murdered everybody with it. And oh, nice. They, yeah. And those, I think Louisville was, and Knoxville were like some of the best audiences we had. Wow. And possibly because also, you know, maybe the tour had like hardened us up and strengthened us, you know, just going do I think I had, you know, 10 minutes about the south by that point. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh I can't imagine people living in Kentucky. Like the fact that people live there blows my mind. Louisville is actually, I mean, it's a it's a real cool town. Really? And uh yeah, if you love baseball or horses, there's a museum for you. Hmm. The Baseball wow. Horse Museum. Interesting. <laughs> The Horse Museum. Baseballs are made out of horses. Ah. And uh, Nashville. Oh, here's the thing that happened. In Nashville, we got to our hotel, which was a super nice hotel. Like, it was like, we looked at, you know, you, you look at, like, the price of the, the room, and it's like, you know, you don't get it for that. Like, they, they booked the room for us. Yeah. Right? And it was like, it said on the wall, like, the, the price could have been, like, $700 for this hotel room. Wow. Uh, and they, they got some kind of deal. It was, it was a Monday night, whatever it was. But uh, it was a super nice place. We got, we drove in, parking lot. Uh, like, you know, sort of a, a tower, like, next to the hotel that you, know, you normally have to, you know, go down an elevator, go into the hotel, go up the elevator. This one's, like, just attached. Like, so you just get out of your car on the sixth floor and just take a few steps, and then you're on the sixth floor oh, wow. of the hotel. That's oh, great. Boy. That was super. I never heard of that. Yeah, it's the first I've ever seen it. Good work, Nashville. Yeah, it's a good time. And uh, we, we got there, opened the trunk. Zach pulls out his suitcase, and I was like, hmm. And there's my... a gun in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're like, well, yeah, you got the wrong suitcase. Actually, I was like, where's my suitcase? And the answer was Chattanooga. Le- uh-huh. Left my suitcase in Chattanooga. Oh, it's a great, great song. Great Hank Williams yeah. song. Yeah. <laughs> Pulled it out, uh, brought it to the car, 
left it not in the trunk. Oh my god! So I called up and I was, I was, you know, this is like three. We've been now three hours since we left, and I was like, "Is my suitcase still there in the parking lot where I left it?" And this lady on the phone was like, "Let's look." And she looked and said that she had, we have three people looking and we didn't find it. Mm. Maybe someone took it. I was like, "Oh, maybe." Right. Is that? Or it blew up. Yep. Became uh, it got raptured up to heaven. And, Somebody uh, shot it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so I was like, well, I I kind of felt of two minds. I was like, well, I guess I don't have to go back for it now. I guess I just have to eat that loss, you know, yeah. buy buy a new and suitcase that I thought I would have forever, and like you know, five sets of clothing that were left in it. Was ah, towards, a lot of clothes. Yeah, right? it was a lot. Of, so I was like, so I went to you know looked up. There was an Urban Outfitters like three three miles away, or like you know, went there, and it was like across from a nice. Uh, organic type supermarket so zach hung out there did some writing i went to target and urban outfitters got some new clothes and i, I like i like having new clothes it's nice it's fun got some you know yeah. rel- like good deals i like old clothes too though oh yeah it is nice to have the clothes that you like yes uh we got back to the hotel i was like let me just make sure this lady isn't the biggest dummy in the world i called talked to somebody else they're like oh yeah, your suitcase is right here ah Went amazing. Clothes. So yeah, I got. I, I already got over it. I was like, "Look, it's just stuff. Right. I can replace it. I'm. I'm fine. I'm good with the world." And then, oh, bonus from the universe. I still have my stuff. Yes. And this new clothes. Like this is yeah, hey, yeah. the shirt I'm wearing right now. Look at this red pocket on gray. I like this it. New thing. Yeah, it's fun. New shirt. It's almost fun to lose stuff because you get to get it back. Absolutely. You don't get yeah. that feeling any other time. I re- repurchased a hoodie from Urban Outfitters that my ex girlfriend had gotten me. Mm-hmm. That like it's surprising that it was even still there. Like I don't know if they it gets to the south like later than it does up here you know like yeah it was like on clearance right, like, oh. right and then i got it back i'm like now i have two of these i could i returned the new one and so now i got hey more more money that used to be mine right uh, right but yeah I, it's true when i was living in the south uh everyone still wore suits all wow. the time huh must be hot it was hot that is ridiculous yeah the women wore dresses with uh poodles on them oh wow it's like the 90s i feel bad people do wear suits sometimes up here mark well, I was trying to make a joke. Got it, got it. Uh, all the men wore hats. Okay, I, I'm on board now. Uh, men yeah. with hats. Yep. Great New Orleans band. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, so the, the end of the suitcase story is I thought I would still have to now go back and get it, which was like, you know, three hours out of the way. Right. But this guy, a comic from uh, Greenville, South Carolina, Nick Shaheen. Uh, I love Shaheen. Nick Shaheen helps. He set up like five of, our, uh, five of the, you know, 14 days of shows that we yeah. did. Uh, super fun times in Columbia, Greenville, uh, and he set up the Louisville one and some other ones in Charleston. Like some of the greatest shows were ones yeah. that he set up and like got people out to. He's a great guy, funny comic, and also he was like, "Oh, I'll, p- I'll pick up your suitcase on the way." He was coming to meet us in Louisville yeah. from Greenville, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll just swing right through Chattanooga." I don't know if you want to look at a map, but uh, that's not it's not on the way. It's uh, it was like. Two hours out of the way. To be fair, he thought it was. He's like, it's going to be like 20 minutes out of my way. I was like, great. I don't, I don't want to pick oh, you out. Oh, wow. He shows up to the show like, you know, 20 minutes late. He's like, I got your suitcase. I didn't do the math right. Yeah. Oh, he, oh That but, guy's. Thank you, Nick. Funny guy's got a great closer. Have you heard his closer? It's, uh, uh, which one? I saw. It's, uh, boy, I hate this guy's suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dan Soder one time uh, asked Nate Bargetzi, and I, he's like, we're going out of the, uh, fo- the Florida-Georgia football game. And he's like, it's in Jacksonville. And Nate's like, ah, it's probably going to be expensive. He's like, we'll just drive. And Nate's like, drive? And, and, and uh, Sutter, quote, what's that? It's got, what is it, like four hours? <laughs> Jesus. Sutter, From four here? hours, New York City to Jacksonville. Four <laughs> hours. <laughs> he was flying an F-15 to the game. <laughs> four <laughs> hours, like, you could, you could drive, you would be not, 
yet in Washington D.C. No, yeah, four hours. You can, you can get to D.C. in four hours. Yeah, That's just about, about right. four hours. With no other cars on the road, for sure. Jacksonville. You can a plane to Jacksonville would be about three hours. Would it right, not? right. Two yeah. and a half, three hours. Yeah, right yeah. About three hours. And yeah. That goes like. Uh, and they take a direct route. Of, yeah. It goes as as the crow flies or as the plane flies. Also, yeah. the plane fries. Fries. As the plane fries. Yeah. As the plane fries, you touch down into. <laughs> Man, that plane gets really hot up there. It's, it's closer sh- to the yeah. sun. It's a shitty airline. <laughs> Very cheap ticket. Get on the plane. Fuck you. I'm getting in the plane. Mm. We got it, Carla. All right. <laughs> uh, what did uh, you do this week? T- to be fair, he hasn't been saying that for a while. <laughs> oh. That joke blew my mind when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah, you, oh, yeah. You I hear like it, too. You, you hear it for the first time, but then uh, your mom tells you every time she talks to you, and you, uh, you don't want to hear it anymore. Yeah, right. yeah. It's a very uncle joke. Right, Uncle right. mom. I was in a place uh, that has guns as well, Ohio. Woo-ee! What's O-H-I-O. That? <laughs> I don't know if they have guns. So I was just transitioning into <laughs> they probably, Ohio. They probably they, do. Yeah, they half of them have guns and half of them uh, have illegal guns. So I'm trying to make a joke about it being a purple state. Oh, good. Um, Success. I was in Ohio, and uh, my friend Tommy John, our friend Tommy Johnigan, was sure. uh, recording his uh, new CD called ah. Stand Up Comedy Three. That's what he does. Mm. And I said, uh, "Are you married to the title?" Got <laughs> 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 a fun laugh. And then um, he was recording his CD, and uh, the first night Friday early show, I was uh, featuring for him as I do often. And uh, I missed the light, or they didn't give me a light. I guess I missed the guy flashing a flashlight. I don't. I didn't miss it ever another time, but supposedly it was there and I didn't see it. And so I went uh, way over my time. Oh, about eight minutes over. That's not and then, uh, crazy. It's crazy for the early show when uh, someone's recording a CD. Eight true. minutes is a good shot. I'm that's doing true. twenty. That's a good point. So I went over by about forty percent of what I was supposed to do. That's exactly. I did one hundred and forty percent of my time. <laughs> um, Four hours to Jacksonville. So. Uh, <laughs> So I was on stage. I'm just like, and you know that feeling where like it starts to feel weird. Where you're like, something weird is happening yes. here. I can tell there's something amiss in the room. You can just feel it. And uh, I finished my set, and I'm like, all right, thank you. Did Meanwhile, they light you again? Like what? Yeah, eventually okay. I did see a light and did two more minutes after that. I did not do ten minutes after the light. Right. So I think that the guy just lit me once way late, and then I did two minutes. I think yeah. he lit me at 26, and I did 28. So I get off stage. Meanwhile, the manager and MC and everyone's like frantically running around being like, what the fuck? This guy's an asshole. And I, I was like, thank you. Good night. With not knowing that everyone thinks I'm an asshole. The MC's mad at me. I like shake his hand and then I kick over the boom mic. There's like a big <laughs> boom mic set up that's recording the audience. I trip over it and it like slowly just tips into the oh. audience. It takes out like eight people. It's like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> and they're all, like man. fucked up. And uh, I'm like, ah, shit. And then I'm like trying to slow. I was like backpedaling away like, whoopsie, trying to continue to be funny. And I'm like, (laughs) then I get off there. I'm like, whew, that was crazy. And they're like, what the fuck are you doing out there? (laughs) And uh, the MC was like, "Uh, yeah, that guy will never work here again, which I don't care for that kind of uh, humor. Um, Yeah. And so then they're all arguing, and Tommy, uh, who's a good friend and a professional comedian, the most important part, was like, yeah, yeah, he just didn't see the light. And they're like, how could he not see it? He's going, and like Tommy's like, we're friends. We've been on the road to get, like, he just didn't see it. There's not another explanation. They're like, this guy's a fucking asshole. I'm like, Jesus. There's one explanation. Yeah, right. Just give him another light. And then afterwards, the MC was like, didn't you see me standing there? And I was like, I've been doing comedy a long time. I've never known of the MC in the room as a sign <laughs> to get off stage. I yeah. thought you were trying to learn something about comedy. <laughs> and uh, he was like, what are you doing, dude? 
and uh, which I don't like being reprimanded by an MC also, or by anyone for that matter. Yeah. And I was like, I was just going until I saw a light, and then I was doing two minutes after I saw the light. You're a grown-up. Right. And so uh, the manager sort of forgave me, and, and, and uh, Tommy didn't care. He thought it was, like, sort of funny. Have you? How many shows had you already done that week? Just That was one? the second show, yeah. So we did, did Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. yeah, and, like, it was one of those things where you're like, I didn't just decide after years of professionalism to be like, this is the night I'm going to do. Also, I wasn't doing well. That's like the other thing. Oh. It, was like, it was like an okay crowd. So I didn't, I would have liked to have done 10 minutes. And then, uh, and then the, one of the guys was like, well, didn't you know you were doing more material than the night before? And I'm like, well, I don't, maybe he's not there. Getting off too early is worse than going too long. Right, oh, yeah. Right, right. Going too early, then, you know, then there's no show. Nothing's happening. Sometimes yeah. there's a reason why they have you do more time. Yeah, maybe. Yes. And he's recording a CD. Maybe he's writing a fucking joke or, you know, also, masturbating. If the host being in the room means get off, we'd have comics getting off stage all the time. Ah! Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that was... Uh, that I mean, was uh, what happened, but uh, and then the, yeah, the, they had to fix the microphone. It was a whole thing. It was doubly. So you bad. ruined Tommy's new CD. Is yeah, what yeah, you're saying. So we're we're skipping right to stand up comedy four. Got it. Good. The search for three. Uh, <laughs> so that was the thing that happened, and then uh, this is my favorite part of the whole weekend. Um, Sunday night, the shows were great because it was Labor Day. We, this show is going to come out late, I think, but this happened uh, eight months ago. These stories. Um, so I was uh, we were standing out there. We, selling CDs with like a table with merchandise and this uh, very rednecky Ohioan guy comes up and he had one of those tank top like, cutoffs where it's cut off all the way down to his waist like you can see his whole it's barely a shirt it's like yeah. a rag over him like uh, like Mike Tyson has like the towel yeah over him like he's just basically shirtless and he walked over he's like hey guys Tommy big fan I'm coming to the late show you selling t-shirts because <laughs> uh, like, I could really yeah, no, no irony whatsoever He just was like Oh a lot of comics He's like ah oh, man A lot of comics sell shirts Alright well No big deal And I couldn't hold it I just started dying laughing Because it's basically Shirtless guy Asking if he's selling shirts yep. I just picture him Be like I really wanted to Do an art project Or you know They wouldn't let me in Without a shirt Right right. Yeah You, you selling any shirts Because uh, I'd like to Do this to it I would, Right selling any shirts Because I could use A button up with a collar Because this is a nightclub And <laughs> it's Saturday night And I should be <laughs> oh, man. More appropriately So those things happened and Marcus where were you Were you traveling I was well, I did a little bit of traveling I went to Yukon University Oh I love oh. that Yeah Hartford Great. On your own Great school Yeah uh, no, opener? University of, yeah. no opener No yeah. opener University of Connecticut University Yes, the Huskies. UConn University. U- UConn U. UConn U. Good school. Great campus. Beautiful campus. Good kids. Uh, I don't know if you heard, but I, I blew this college gig. I blew the hell out of it. I just bombed and said the N-word. In and... a good way? No, okay. no. Like uh, I didn't get paid. That's how bad I did. Really? Yeah. Is that even allowed? I don't. Everyone says that, but apparently it is. It doesn't seem like it should be allowed. Well... There's a contract. Does the contract say the things... That you can't do in it? Well, I was late. Oh. And contractually, if you were late, they could just uh, pull the plug on you. Well. So, uh, but this, they wouldn't have, but then they did. Then the, the bomb L- late was Late and N-word. Well, here's the thing. In my defense. They asked for it. Yes. So. I, that All my material was bombing, but this, like, hey, you fucking homo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that was killing. Sparklers are going off and fireworks. and Homos you know. love sparklers. Yeah. Yes, they do. What school or what state is this That was in? a Renislar Polytechnic oh, University. I love that place. Yeah. I've had great the times stool. there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've written. They have a stool that the comedians sign, and I have signed it. Yes. Because I perform there. 
So I bombed so bad there, but the the harsh stuff was working. Like, hey, look at these dykes. They're like, yeah. Apparently, the woman was Jewish. Mm-hmm. I mean, not uh, lesbian. So you get those confused. Yeah, Kike and Dyke. There you go. Great band. Um, so Great candy. Uh, yep. There you go. <laughs> candy. There it is. I love Kike and Dykes. Kike yeah. and Dykes. One of them's a little sour. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? That's uh, up to you. <laughs> Depends on what you hate. Different one each time. Uh, so I was like on on edge. I was like, all right, I got to kill at this college. You know, my agent's mad at me. I got to really bring it. And this is your be first clean. one since then. Yes. Great. So I drive there, and there's crazy traffic. Crazy traffic. Like, it's a three-hour drive or something like that. It takes me, like, six hours to get there. Thank God I left early. Mm-hmm. So the show's at 8. I pull up at, like, 7.56, and I just run in. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Let's do it. Let's just, let's get going. And the girl was super nice. She's like, no, no problem at all. If you want to take a little more time, they're going to, you know, still walking in. Exact opposite of the other school. I go up. Good set. Great no time. kikes, no dykes. Nothing. Yeah. There was an Asian lady up front picking her nose. I didn't mention anything <laughs> about her being Asian. It was the hardest thing I've ever done. Ah, you mentioned her picking her nose. I was, I was going to be like, is that Chinese food? But, you know, the whole thing. <laughs> right, right. Didn't touch it. It was the hardest thing in the world. It was like that uh, Roger Rabbit scene where he's behind the wall and he's like oh, shaving, shaving a, haircut. a haircut. And he's like... <laughs> what, do you got a piece of fried dog up there? <laughs> That's great. Right, right, right. Uh, how about some chopsticks? That'll help. So yeah, didn't say any of it. It was tough, and I got through it. Good set. Had a great time. Had pizza and wings with the kids after, and uh, yeah, then I went home. So it was, it was a happy ending. But fun fact, I got to talk to all the kids in the college committee, and boy, they have some interesting tastes in comedy. Interesting. They hate you. Wait, no, a, no. wait a second. Uh, they all love Kristen Schaal. Uh, Eugene Merman and Dimitri Martin. Oh. That was like their thing. And I was like, what about this guy? And they're like, never heard of him. Like, you never heard of Dave Attell? Oh, no. wow. So it's it's a new generation, folks. Interesting. Wow, Eugene's been around for a long time. I He's mean, getting... but Eugene and, and Kristen and Dimitri are all of a certain, you know, like... Ilk. Ilk. Yeah. Yeah. Good work, guys. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes Mark and I say ilk at the exact same time. Oh, did you say ilk? Not even, yeah. You both oh, did. Wow. Even, oh, completely. We said it so mm-hmm. identically at the same time that you couldn't even tell that wow. I said it. Ilk. We do it even when it's not a conversation. Yeah, I'll call you and be like, did you say ilk? We, just both, <laughs> yeah, we both say ilk. Yeah, so good times and I drove back, and nothing better than a drive back after a good set. Oh, nope, yeah. there really isn't. And no traffic, it was yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, feels good. Those are some of the best thoughts. Someone just told me, I just talked to our buddy Shane Moss, who just oh, yeah. got back from uh, Edinburgh. He was in, like, you know, in the UK for like six weeks, yeah. if that's where that is, I think it is. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and uh, he was telling me about his time, you know, doing shows there, and that... You know, there's like thousands of shows, literally thousands happening like at this time. So like the average attendance is like four. Yeah. But the, I think the point of this story is that Daniel Kitson, have you ever seen that guy? Oh, yeah. He comes to New York once in a while. British yeah. Guy. Yeah. British guy. Like doesn't have any like recorded stand up at all. Yeah. You have to just see his one man shows or, uh, you know, see him live. He's the William Wallace of comedy. Yeah. You know, but it's like, he's amazing. And he's so good. I've seen him a couple times and agree. He's yeah. Super worth seeing for sure. And he's, he was telling somebody that, like, they have shows there all kinds of crazy places. Like, like Shane said, uh, he was telling Matt Kirsch, and he's like, I heard that uh, somebody, I got to do a show, like, on a bus. And Matt was like, which one? Like, there's <laughs> multiple shows wow. that happen on buses yeah. and, like, you know, in corner things and this and that, like, over everywhere. And that Kitson was saying, he's like, man, whenever. I have a, a show. He's like, the ride home, I'm always funnier. I'm always yes, yes. funnier on the ride home. Right. So then somebody was like, hey, let's uh, get a permit, and we'll. they started doing shows 
in three three person audiences in the car riding home with him after. Oh, wow. man. That sounds awful. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. that's crazy. Whew. But I, doesn't that make it still not a show? I mean, that makes it a show, so then you need a show after that show. You know what I mean? Potentially. Yeah, yeah. That's a, are you nervous about that show? Yeah, exactly. And that's the whole thing. Right. I don't know how the story ends. That's, the, that's all Eventually, I know, Eventually, it's guys. just a show at your funeral. Yep. Right. Yeah, and then, then you're on the your, calmest. On your deathbed, you're like, let, let me tell you about that time. Whew, he's dying up there. <sighs> Had to say it. Yeah, no, that's Sorry. fair. That's, oh. that's fair. He's going over his time. He's supposed to be dead eight minutes ago. <laughs> Give him. Hey, he didn't see the light. Uh, hey, that was like a doubly fun yeah. thing. It was worth coming here, guys. Ilk? Ah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a doubly fun ilk. I feel like we might have to wrap. You got a, you got a, you got a thing to go to, right? Well, I would go a little longer. Oh, uh, all right. Yeah, I did the Creek Awards. Oh, tell me about that. Did I, I win? That. I missed two nah, years in a row. Sorry. Who, who won in my category? Do you remember? What was your category? Something like Fresh Writer or something. Oh. It was like yeah. me, Mike Lawrence. Oh, Michael co- Che won that. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's pretty fresh. Fresh, fresher than you. Yeah. I think we were all named Michael in that. That's true. Yeah. That was the. That was he the is joke. the freshest. Yeah. Yeah. We had a Mike, uh, parentheses, Michelle Wolf. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was fun. That makes sense. Um, so, yeah, it was a good time uh, for you at home. The Creek in the Cave is a venue in Long Island City that's kind of uh, you know, doing well these days. A lot of guys are coming out of I it. I couldn't get in the other day. Is that right? I mean, I, I went to go try to see uh, Chris Gethard do his thing with Tom Sharpling. Tom yeah. Sharpling has a ton of fans, so I think it was, it was like packed out yeah. both do- wow. every door. Really? Yeah. I didn't know they did that. Monday night at 7 o'clock. Wow. Yeah. Good. You see? Yeah. That's what they should be doing. Good but work. Gethard like, has a huge following. Oh, yeah. Get- Gethard is he's yeah. amazing. He's much deserved. I just wish he was a little less popular so I could see him. Yeah. yeah. That's all. Uh, yeah, so, you know, Creek in the Cave, great little uh, independent venue, and uh, they do an award show every year. This is the second year. And, uh, you know, they give out fun nominations. You know, some are like Freshest Writer, and some are How Old Is Andy Sanford Award? You oh, know, sure. Stuff like that. And uh, I won Best Jew, actually. Oh, I, I, yeah. I think I voted for you. Oh, thank you. I mean, that's you were, you were the funniest person to win that. That's, uh, other oh. people in the category were... Actual Jews. Yes, yeah. yes. That's why I think I won. Yeah, of course. So, uh, yeah, me and Nick Turner hosted. Tough guy to host with, by the way, just for the record. Uh, oh? Bit of a uh, stage hog, oh. if you will. <laughs> uh, great guy, though. Great guy to host. I had, I had a good line up top. He was like, yeah, Mark hosted it last year, and then they brought me on, which I was happy about, because, hey, less work for me. And I said, yeah, and more for me. And uh, <laughs> that did well. And then, uh, yeah, we, we, we hosted, and it was, you know, Two hours long of just drunken debauchery. I was in the back with uh, Free Booze and Murder Fist. Oh, which boy. Which is like being in a cage with a wolf on PCP. And uh, we had a good time. Sounds fun. Did you, did you see my video? I made a video. Was that you? I thought that was Sarah. No, I made, a, I made an acceptance video. I won an award. No, I didn't see it. Oh, jeez. What did you win? I won uh, Best Comic in Residence, beating out Ted Alexandro, Colin Quinn, and Robert Kelly. Nice. I think I voted for you. Yeah, they, Thanks. I did a, a little uh, a thank you video where I was uh, I shot on my computer. I was shirtless and I was reading. It started off, I was reading National Geographic, Rising Seas. And I, said, I was like, oh, hello. It was a fun thing because I talk about global warming a lot. Uh-huh. And then I was nude. You get to see my butt for a second. Who do you think? Fun. And I said, uh, yeah. I'm sorry I'm missing the show, but don't worry. I can hear Turner from here. <laughs> hey, there you go. <laughs> I thought it was fun. And... Yeah, it's a big deal. They got a red carpet now. Mindy Tucker comes out. Everybody's wearing a suit and a dress. Wonderful. Yeah. Everyone's wearing a suit and a dress? Yeah, it was very weird. Somebody told me that. Um, I was bummed I missed it. Last year I missed it as well because I played. I was planning on going. I was, I was doing a character in the show, uh, but I was in Boston in the morning, and I, I was like, 
playing in a softball tournament. I'm like, I'm going to play in the softball tournament for two hours. It started at 10 a.m. I'll, I'll play from 10 to 2, from 10 to noon. I'll get in my car and drive back. And we started drinking at 9 a.m. to prepare Whee! for the uh, like rum and cokes. Had about 15 rum and cokes. I played softball till 3 in the afternoon. And I was like, all right, if I leave now, I can make it just in time. But I was too drunk to drive. So I turned to my mother and I was like, hey, you got to book me a train ticket. And she's like, what? And I was like, I'm too drunk to drive. you got to get me a train ticket. And she's like, well, why can't you book a train ticket? And I was like, I'm too drunk to book a train ticket. <laughs> wow. So my mother booked a train ticket. It was like $180. And I paid. She did the, the booking. I paid $180 so I could get to the creek in time. Jesus. And then uh, my train got delayed for like two hours in Hartford. Oh, ah. no. Missed the whole show. I got there right as the show ended last year. Wow. Because I couldn't not drink a bottle of rum at 9 in the morning. Joe, you should stop drinking. I will. Were, uh, were you then, sober by the time you got there? By the time I got there, yeah. I almost cried because I was like, I was like hung over and drunk. And I was just like, I'm a piece of shit. Right. And we just sat there for two hours. And like, oh, I hate missing big parties like yeah, that. Yeah, I like, I like when everyone's together. This year I was working, so it didn't, it didn't bother me that I missed it. I mean, right. I was bummed I missed it, but... Yeah, last year it was a it was a nightmare. But uh, I think that's why you went over eight minutes because uh, you're like I want to make sure that I'm having a good time. Yeah, yeah, I have to make sure I'm creek parties happening, making it productive. And then I like to see all the girls all dressed up and uh, yeah, they look good. Boy, yeah. ladies clean these lady comics they clean up nice. Yeah, yeah, you would know it. Men, no, not really. No, they're all filthy. Yeah, not good people. But yeah, with the old by the show started at eight and by noon, I'm um, noon midnight. Everybody was just disgusting. Hammered, gross. How was the after party? I, I, I got all my news from Sarah, and she wasn't there. It was she wild. Went. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot of. I remember there was Molly being passed around. Molly's big these days. People love the Molly. I have never really done it. I'm, yeah. I'm interested. Yeah, you'd like it. I hear. I mean, I hear it makes you feel good. Yeah. yeah. I just yeah. learned. Uh, you know what Molly is short for? They think Mm-mm. molecule. Ah, really? Yeah. Did not know that. Yeah. The my, name of the drug turns you into molecule. Uh, both, both. Oh, yeah. okay. Molly, if your name is Molly, you're short for molecule. All right. Molecule. Mandel. There you go. Oh, there you go. She's cute. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. <laughs> edit, edit that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't know that you think she's cute? No, no, okay. no, no. Industry. Oh, okay. Bad idea. Yeah. She's cute. All right. Let's see if we all say it. Come on. Oh, yeah. I think she's a very attractive. Yes. Sweet gal. But mostly nice, you know what I mean? She's Very really nice. Good, good, decent. Yeah, human. I consider her a friend. Great body. Ah, oh, my God. <laughs> that was a joke. All right, everybody. Well, this has been Two Sides with Stories. Woo! Mike Kaplan. Thank you. Mark Norman here. Joe List. <laughs> Should I have said one? You said thank know. you. Okay. That worked. I mean, Joe said two names. Oh, oh. that would have been nice. Should yep. we try it again? I don't know. All right. We Joe all look, Norman. We all look cute and have great bodies. Yes. Thanks for listening. If you listened, follow us on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, and uh, tell us. Let us know what you think. The phones are already lighting up. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> this way, this headline says, uh, "Mike Kaplan, real douche." Ah. And hey, that was my you. What's your uh, What's your Twitter? At Mike Kaplan. Yep. Yeah. Put at Mike Kaplan. M Y Q. But who at knows? Mark Norm. Maybe at not Joe for List long. Comedy. Yeah. All right, and uh, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. We love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.